color and pattern are by far what excites me the most when it comes to interior design, mostly because they are the two elements that can make or break any project. They are challenging to work with because too much or too little of either can ruin a space. However, when mastered properly, they can create tremendous emotional energy and joy for the clients. Those are the words of acclaimed designer, Corey Damian Jenkins. I'm sure today's guest, Benjamin Moore, Hugh Award winner, owner of Your Color Source Studios, Inc., and past president of the International Association of Color Consultants, Amy Wax, can relate to those sentiments. Absolutely. Welcome to The Living Well Show. I'm your host, Charmaine Winter, and I've got a great show planned for you today. So glad you could join me, Amy. I'm thrilled to be here. Talking about color is what I love most. I feel that color is the backbone of design, and it is so important that every aspect of the design be attended to, and people are aware of every single color that's used. I'm excited to talk about this, see what we can reveal. Well, I'm going to jump right in. Recently, I heard this expression, it sucks to be you. Have you heard that one? No. What I love about what I do is when I'm working with people and we're done with a project, they're happy and they're thrilled and they're so excited about their home and frequently they're falling in love with their home all over again. So I'm very happy to be me. (laughs) Yeah, I think I was watching a movie and I thought it was kind of weird, but it got me thinking, if I were a fly on the wall, hmm. So what's a day in the life of Amy Wax like? My goodness, I have so much on my plate every day. So start right from the beginning, from that first cup of coffee. I have never had a cup of coffee. You don't actually drink coffee? Hold on one second, got to get a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute here, am I hearing this correctly? You say you drink tea? Really? Although I do love coffee ice cream. I say I could definitely put down some coffee ice cream with no problem. <laughs> and so why is tea your go-to? Oh, it's a lighter flavor for me. It's more satisfying. When I was in high school, I worked in a women's clothing store, and everyone drank coffee, and it, the whole place smelled of coffee, and it was a bit of a turnoff to me. But that's fine. I like different teas. And so do you actually tout different flavors of teas? Well, a lot of times, if I'm going out to dinner, I'll definitely ask for their tea list. Right. And I, I won't necessarily go out of my way to look for a tea store, but if I find one, I'm definitely going home with a package. <laughs> because I, because, because I, like trying, I like trying new flavors. So apart from tea drinking, what could one expect of a typical day in the life of Amy Wax? Um, I generally look to see who is looking for color, who has contacted me. And I also know that you happen to be a wife and a mother, and so there's more to you than just the color expert that you are. Absolutely. Mom always comes first, but it's a balancing act, and sometimes that balancing act is a challenge. I'm a big list maker. And when did you realize your passion for color? I actually was an artist first. I was an illustration major in college, and I found that I was always motivated by color, and then my parents were developers, real estate developers, and I would do the color aspect of their projects, and I found that one time when my father was doing a large-scale commercial project, that they had me come in and do all the colors in the different spaces, and I found it so rewarding And people who came into this commercial space started calling me. And I started actually getting work and and created a business on its own because there was no one else for them to call who specialized 
in just the color of the of the environment. And I work with architects frequently because they might do an incredible job designing the space, but they need someone to just do the color of the space. And when I started doing that for my parents' projects, that's kind of how I realized that I had a love for color and that I can do this. And then it became something I really researched and studied and went into much more deeply before it became a business. Incredible. You'll appreciate this story. When my husband and I met, we realized that both of us in our high school years had done floor plans of our bedrooms, measured all the furniture, made cutout pieces, and did it on graph paper. And we would shuffle around the furniture in our room and move things around once we had moved out around our layout. And like how many people, we share a similar passion. Exactly. And how does one become a color expert? over time. I have been a color expert for years and I have done work with color because I, as an illustrator and as an artist, had researched color extensively. After my initial love of color and just getting a lot of work already, I did more research into the psychological aspects of color. I took courses in the International Association of Color Consultants. Now there are many places that will offer certificates, they'll offer modest training to give you an idea of what to do. I think a lot of times a color expert has to really be someone who has a sense, their own sense and their own sense of style in terms of color. I don't think it's someone you, something people can do overnight, and I don't think it's something that just necessarily taking a course makes you an expert. I think it's something that has to be a natural skill or talent. Definitely. And you've got a BFA. Yes, I do. I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts in um, Illustration from Syracuse University. Mm -hmm. A love of color is something that I think is something is, it's like a passion. I think you have to have a passion for understanding how color can change your space, how color can improve your space, and how, more importantly, how it affects how people feel. I mean, it's not just making it a pretty space, it's having that space work for what your needs are. So it's a little deeper than just choosing colors that look perfect or look great in a space. It's more trying to create colors that will achieve a goal. And I think that's part of excelling as a color expert or color consultant. And we'll be back. I'm Julia Buckingham, and you are listening to The Living Well Show with Charmaine Winter. Green. It's not easy being green. Because every green is different. Your green could be lime. Another drink, sir. Then again, maybe you see more of a golf green. Or a majestic green mountain. But whatever green you're looking for, we have it in brand name paints. Hello, ladies. Press down on the gas pedal of forever life happiness and let's ride into the future together. Look to your left. Cars. Look to your right. Cars. Wait, what's that behind you? Me. The man your man could smell like. Shh. Don't say it. I already know how rough your day was. Which is why I'm back here massaging your tired yet elegantly toned shoulders on which you carry the weight of the world. Quietly. Gracefully. Relax yourself! And let the sense of Old Spice wrap you in a handsome blanket of unspoken compliments as I move to your left, which is truly your most beautiful profile. Even more beautiful than your right side could possibly be... I was wrong. Everyone makes mistakes! Except your parents when they made your face. I'm running circles around it! Collecting all the nice and thoughtful things you've always wanted and deserved, but never received but could have received had your man smell like the man your man could smell like with Spice I Love You. 
the gift your man could smell like. You're listening to The Living Well Show with Charmaine Winter, multi-award winning international interior designer and owner of Winter Interiors Servicing, South Lake, Texas. If you're just joining us, we're talking with the Hugh Guru and Color 911 app creator, Amy Wax. Let's talk a bit about your app, Amy. Why'd you create it and for whom? Color 911 evolved in two ways. One is because a lot of my work is when people will call last minute. They were really anxious and had to make a quick decision. And that's not what I wanted color to be. I wanted color to be something people were making choices about with confidence and they knew what they were doing. So I needed a way to express the color to someone. If I'm talking on the phone and I'm telling someone about a, a particular color, it's impossible to explain what it looks like without really seeing it because everyone will interpret things differently. So if I want to express a color, I needed a tool to show what I had in mind. And I realized this would be a very valuable tool for everyone. Let me give you an example. If someone is working on a project, they're a designer, and they're working on a particular color of pink, but it's not a bubblegum pink, and it's not a mauve, but it's a very soft pink in between, that's a difficult concept for people to grasp. But if they could take the color in their iPhone and send it to them, they'll have it instantly, and they'll say, yes, that's what I love. Like, let's go ahead with it. Color 911, relate a color, to communicate color. I also needed a tool that people who didn't know what colors would go together could see right in front of them what colors work well. So I have in the app over 100 pre-made color themes, and people can look in there and see if they have a particular shade of blue, what, all, what are all the things I can do with that blue? So it becomes a really big help for anyone. It can allow them to look at color combinations outside of their comfort zone and see what works, and they might have a fresh idea by looking at that. It's a way of communicating color. It's a way of inspiring people, and that's what I developed the app for, to do both of those things. Wow, that's a tall order. And so you're on the Residential Design Advisory Council and on the Ensemble Magazine Editorial Advisory Committee. How does one get to sit at the table with giants like Benjamin Moore? They actually approached me where we brainstorm about color and ideas. And a lot of times we learn from each other. And years ago, they had asked us what colors we needed, what colors were lacking in the palette. And I know I was the one who said, I need this particular area of colors. I don't have earthy terracottas at the time is what I was looking for. And the following year, you could see that colors came out. They were listening to all of us and learning from all of us. And we also learned from each other. So it was a great opportunity. So you're to blame for that phase, that whole whole craze of the terracotta. Hmm. <laughs> What's interesting about that family of colors is that it's an earthy color. It's in the family of being somewhat neutral because it comes from browns and rusts and reds and, and what's in all of the colors in between. But sometimes you want something that is a neutral or it's a natural color, but you want something with a little more life to it, a little more, you know, chroma or intensity. You may want to do something like a beige, but maybe you're too bored of beige. Maybe you want something like a sage green by adding a little bit of green to it. Or you want something that is a gray because gray is neutral, but gray can be a little flat. So you may want to add just a little bit of purple or a plum color to it. It's those colors that are a little off-center that are more popular because it allows people to start with the neutral base and then add color to it to make it something more unique and more personal. Absolutely. How rewarding. Oh, it's so rewarding. It's so exciting. 
exciting because I look at what people's needs are and I translate those needs into color. And so what's your favorite part of designing with color? If someone said they have a very difficult and demanding occupation and they come home and they're wound up and they're stressed and they need their home to be soothing and to be calming, yes. I can create that with color. And having that happen for them is very rewarding because their home is, is not just a place that should look pretty. It should be a place that works for their life, that improves their life. And that's one thing that's rewarding with color. In terms of exterior, I love taking buildings and all kinds and respecting the architecture and using colors so that it doesn't become more important than the architecture, but enhances the architectural design. Mm -hmm. So it, it really is rewarding on both ends. What I love about working on exteriors is that I find that I want to make the building more important than the color. When you approach a building, whether it's a residential building, whether it's a large-scale commercial project, I want you to see the architectural design first and see the color second. So when you drive up to a building, you should say, oh my gosh, that building is beautiful, or I want to live there, or I want to work yes. there, rather than saying, oh my God, it's red. And so the color really should enhance the structure. And there are times when somebody wants something bright and colorful, and I can certainly oblige, but I like to have it so that the design of the building, the design of the architecture, or the work of the architect, and I work hand-in-hand hand to create the best result. And I find, to your point with regards to exterior colors, it is so important that the hue that is selected doesn't shout the neighborhood. Sometimes you see some colors that are selected, and the intensity is such that when they are applied on an exterior where you're getting so much more natural sunlight, they become fluorescent in intensity. And that's never pretty. I like for the exterior colors to enhance not only the architecture, but the surroundings as well. Absolutely. And there are so many factors that go into an exterior. It's about the environment. It's about the colors that they have in that space, whether it's the color of their plants or their neighbor's home. It's about pavers. It's about everything that goes into it. But it's also about expressing the personal style of the people that live inside. And Amy, I imagine your heart must just ache with all the new facades that are sort of cookie cutter, exterior that are just all the same. Oh my gosh, there have been color trends that you see a house and you want those colors for your house, so you apply it. And someone else sees your house and they apply it to their house. I see that happen, and what happens is you take a color scheme, let's say gray and white. One <laughs> house applies it, then the next house, then the next house, and you end up with something that is not memorable because everything looks the same and everything looks cookie cutter and it takes away the personal aspect of each building and it takes away the homey and feel of each building. Um, there are some buildings that are beautiful in gray and white and that certainly is the best choice for them. I have done that for some but there are others that you say you know let's take it one step further. Either let's take a gray that has some color to it or let's add accents or let's add a window color or planters or door color or foundation or something. You know there's so many places to add color. I did a large-scale commercial project where there were many buildings and they wanted gray and white, which really would have made it very unappealing. And by taking different colors that were all in the gray family, mm -hmm. all tweaking it a little bit with each different building, it was beautiful when it was done. But by definition, it was still gray and white. It was just my version of what gray and white is because there were many different grays with one consistent white, but it made it so that it was unique. And what 
happens also, the colors on the outside really tell story about the building as well as make the building more appealing. And taking it back a little bit, Amy, to your comment about color having the ability to calm and soothe, how do you relax and sort of clear your mind from all the clamor of color? But interestingly enough, when I'm rendering, when I'm doing drawings, I love to work in black and white. And wow. the reason is because it gives me a chance to focus on form and light right. and contrast. And, and I find all of that really is something your eye has to be trained to absorb. Mm-hmm. And it brings that back for me. And I love focusing on that. And I love really enhancing things and making them look their best, not just by color, but by looking at the actual contours and highlights and shadows. I find it interesting that you like to take it or dial it all the way back to true form and contrast between the black and the white. Yeah, and what I love about it is in many ways it really it breaks things down to really looking at what makes that form so dimensional, what makes it so rewarding, um, that it is offering so much, not by color, but just by the shadows and the highlights that it brings forth on its own without adding any, any decorative element to it. It's cool that the color expert in her off hours chooses to relax by having no color. Let's take a quick break. Ah, the sound of the sea. There's only one place you'll hear lawnmowers this far from land, because there's only one cruise line with ships that have up to half an acre of real, finely manicured lawns. Perfect for picnics or evening concerts under the stars, and obviously crucial for croquet. Just one of many delicious surprises awaiting you on board our exceptional cruise ships. Who are we? Well, put it this way. No one's more celebrated at sea than us, and modern luxury lives here. You've always had your doubts. Over the years, you've second-guessed your choice of schools, what car to drive, even your job. But as your anniversary draws near, show her there's one aspect of your life you've always been sure of. No doubts, ever. We can help you turn a simple gift into a life-changing moment at Jewelers. Located at 23 Main Street or online. been good to you but one little tweak could be that cherry on top a new you ready for whatever life presents personal enhancement is about bringing out the best you helping you achieve your aesthetic goals and build your self-confidence always wanted a clear more radiant complexion learn more about generic procedure You'll love what we do. the result is the same you only better okay we're back Today I'm chatting with Montclair, New Jersey's Madam of Color, Amy Wax. She's authored two books on the subject, Can't Fail Color Schemes and Can't Fail Color Schemes Kitchens and Baths. What areas are you hoping to master next, Amy? With color, I'm always striving to do something new. I'm always striving to do, to apply color to different projects, to different products. Um, I'd love to get into different fields in terms of you know, designing for tile or designing for, you know, different products and, and not only about the design but about the color and how it makes the design more successful. Um, but I also, on the personal side, really love to um, create things that are, a part, that color is a part of. I love to sew and I love to uh, make quilts and I'm always trying, I'm always creative in so many different levels. So to me, it's a matter of creating something that's rewarding, whether I'm sewing, whether I'm drawing, whether I'm gardening. I love to garden as well. There's so many aspects of my life that I like to be creative in that I'm always striving to achieve something rewarding. 
Now we know you love your job, but we all have an off day sometime. What's your go-to, your fail-safe color that you select for clients that if they're unable to express to you? I don't have a fail-safe color. A fallback because every every opportunity that I have to work with color starts fresh. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> because I really don't have a fail-safe color. The palette is an open world to me. People always say... People always say to me, what's your favorite color palette or what is your favorite color? And there is no such thing because every color has something that it pairs with beautifully. A color is only good as what it's paired with or what it goes along with. There's no project or no time that you ever use one color completely. You rarely would dress all in one color or you would rarely paint a house in all one color. So to me, it's the beauty of colors interacting with each other. So it's not like there's a favorite or a fail-safe, you know, fail-safe color because it's always a matter of what the colors are working with. Terrific. What's the most common mistake you see clients make when it comes to color in their interior? Oh, the most common mistake is when you see something someone else has done, you think it's terrific, so you bring it into your home, but you haven't really thought through whether it represents your personality or your style. So they see someone who has a home that is, let's say, yellow, and then they start putting yellow all over their home. It might have looked beautiful where you originally saw that or where you were originally inspired by it, but maybe in your home, a gold would be more appropriate or a beige would be more appropriate or, or a melon, like a yellow that has more arch to it, that has more life to it. So color is very personal, and I believe that people should be inspired by color, but then they should take that one step further and think, how can I make that mine? How can that represent who I am? And that really would be what makes it more successful is when that color applies to your world. And complete your world. So I imagine then your remedy for fixing it would be... The remedy for fixing it would be to take that color, step back, look at everything that color is going to be used with. What color furniture? What is the lighting in the room? What are other pieces that are already set into the space in terms of are there linens you're working with? Are there pieces of furniture you're working with? Take that color and then look at the range of colors that are available and play with it and see how that color would work for you rather than just saying it looks good there, I'm going to use it here because frequently that is not going to succeed in the end. And we'll be back to answer a listener question after this. Hey, it's Corey Damon Jenkins, co-host of Bring It Home with Robin and Corey and you're listening to Living Well with Charmaine Winter. Yes, we can make it happen. There was probably a time in your life when you had no need for a financial plan. But now that your major assets are no longer the ones hanging in your clothes closet, maybe it's time to consider working with someone who manages money for a living. Financial Consultant provides the recommendations, and you provide the priority, your financial success. Make it happen. You Financial. Welcome back. I'm your host, Charmaine Winter, and we're talking with Amy Rocks. And before we get to the listener question, I know fans are going to want to know how they can reach out to you. Amy, tell us a little bit more about your fan interaction. A lot of times people will reach out to me by going on my website, amywax.com or color911.com, which is my blog. Well, I love Twitter, Facebook, and 
Definitely Instagram. I'm showing lots of examples of how to use color on Instagram at Amy Wax. On Twitter, I'm Color911. And so if they wanted to have an original Amy Wax, if they wanted you to fly to where they are, are you available for that? Yes, actually. I do travel somewhat. I, I have flown to do jobs. I have driven to do jobs. It depends on the project, but yes, absolutely, I'm available. And I do a lot of work all around the country. I've even done work in Europe where I do the whole job over the Internet. And we can talk about whatever your color needs are, for sure. And that's such a perfect segue into this next section of our, pardon me, that's a perfect segue into the next segment of our show. And that is uh, to take this listener question. And Jane from Pittsburgh writes, Charmaine. I'm single, 28, and just starting out with my first apartment. It's a one-bedroom, 850 square feet. I get afternoon light from my balcony window, and I'm on the seventh floor. I want to make it perfect on a $500 budget. (laughs) I've curb shopped an olive green sofa, and I have two navy blue club chairs, and a white dining table, all purchased from Ikea. And I really love bright colors. Now I'm stuck. How many colors are too many for one room? I knew I was having you on as my guest, Amy. And so I'd love for you to delve right in and answer this question. If it's a space that doesn't have natural light all day, you may want to brighten the space by using a lighter wall color. And what I have done recently, which has been really great, is sometimes you can add color into your room by using your color for your trim. And so your trim, like I did a space recently that was a white, a creamy white wall, not white, but a creamy white wall. But we did a very um, powdery blue, blue trim, which was really pretty because it added color into the space, but it was soft. It didn't, it wasn't too bold or too um, contrasty. And the, the light blue trim added a lot of color to the room without closing in the space because it wasn't a wall color, it was a trim color. Um, sometimes you could also add color into the space by doing an accent color on the ceiling, depending on your ceiling height. Like let's say you have a space that has a very high ceiling, you can do a brighter color on that because you still experience it, you see it peripherally, but it doesn't make it too much in your visual area because it's not on your line of, of eye level. Um, so there are different ways to add color into the space. In her case, if, it, if she doesn't have color all day long, she might want to do a lighter wall color, but maybe add a lot of color into her, like maybe there's a bright colored floor, maybe she's using color for her trim, or maybe just a little bit of trim around the top of the room might be a little bit of color, which would be enough to set off the space. Fantastic. I'd like to see her take it a little step further, push the envelope, adding stripes that are in bright color. Very, very thin stripes, almost like a pinstripe. So I'm thinking two-inch stripes at intervals around the room on the wall. So you're not closing in the space by having rich color on all the wall surface, but doing a stripe and allowing for maybe about 24 inches in between your stripe of color. I think that might be a fun way to bring in some color in a rental property. Absolutely, and the vertical stripes will frequently elevate the ceiling. They make it a more vertical space, and that can help you in terms of color. It helps you in terms of design and proportion of the space. So there you have it, Jane. Fantastic ideas for you to use to enrich your space. Okay, and now for a brand new feature we're adding to the show, 
We're calling this segment Designer Life Lessons. I'm taking this show on the road and catching up with celebrity designers wherever they may be to hear their growth lessons on how they made their business what it is today. Today, I'm at High Point Market with Barkley Vitera. Barkley, what's your biggest professional regret? My biggest professional regret. I think I, think I don't really have professional regrets. Uh, I think I've learned life lessons, but those life lessons have taught me a lot. So if I didn't have those, then I wouldn't be where I am today. So professional regrets, I don't really have any, um, but I do have life lessons that some people might call as a regret, but I don't call them as regrets. Please share one of those life lessons. You know, I actually am a huge believer in keeping my employees for life. And so I would go back and say, some of these employees I wish were still with me. And if I could have corrected things back then, I could have done it easily. I might still have them with me. So I would say, you know, I'm, I'm a really big believer in keeping my staff for the life of my business. So Fantastic. And just quickly, as an interior designer, we all have our go-to color schemes that work with our design aesthetic. What color scheme are you currently crushing on that no one would suspect of you? Oh, you know, yesterday I saw some teal and Kelly green. And I, I loved it, absolutely loved it, with pops of yellow. So it was a, a very, very good color palette, and I love color, but this color combination was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And that's the show for today. I want to thank my guest, Amy Wax, from Color 911, and Barclay Futra.